welcome to the Nourishing Nuggets podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood dietitian, Taveen Verano. If you struggle with nutrition confusion and all the noise out there in the wellness space, I'm here to simplify it for you. As a registered dietitian, I'll teach you how to build a healthier routine by adding nourishing food to your plate, rejecting that deprivation mentality, using simple nutrition science to empower you, and creating powerful mindset shifts to inspire you. Instead of living in that all or nothing mindset, which let's be honest, leaves us mostly in the nothing zone, let's start making moves in a sustainable, joyful, and freeing way, one nugget at a time. So grab some coffee and let's dig into today's nugget. Hello everyone, happy almost November. It is almost that time of year. And today we are actually going to talk all about the holidays and how I approach the holidays now and what I recommend to my clients versus what I used to do eight to 10 years ago. So usually this time of year between Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, most people just check out, right? Most people think there's no point in even getting started on health goals, even trying to figure out a way to nourish my body or maybe, you know, lose some weight or get off some medications or improve my blood work. There's just no point, right? But this is exactly what kept me stuck in so many vicious cycles and spirals throughout decades of my life. And so what I used to do during this time of the year was that I basically told myself I was a lost cause because I had a lot of evidence proving that. Let me be honest with you. I used to spend my birthday essentially, which is in September, all the way till almost new year, trying to figure out how to be around all of my quote tempting foods. And I would white knuckle, white knuckle, white knuckle. And I heard someone say this the other day, she said, white knuckles are basically red flags. And that couldn't be like truer in my opinion, because I would white knuckle my way through all of these events. And then by, you know, Halloween, Thanksgiving, I would say, forget it. And I would basically just binge my way till the new year. And I entered the new year. There there was even a new year that I was so sick because of how badly I had binged the night before. And I still remember that, that morning, that January 1st, that I woke up thinking all of a sudden I would have magical motivation and all of my circumstances would just line up and I'd be able to follow all of my habits and all of my goals and everything. And I was wrong. I was so sick. And so if you find that this time of year is a lost cause for you, trust me, you are not alone. That is the norm, right? That is the norm. But I want to approach this you know, subject with you guys, offering a new norm, offering a new way of doing this time of year, because I really believe that that mindset keeps us stuck, not just for the last quarter of the year, but all year long. In January, there's a long weekend. Maybe you're going out of town and then there's Valentine's Day and then there's spring break and then maybe you're going on a beach vacation and then there's Easter and our family bakes these amazing Easter cookies and then there's the summer and there's ice cream and barbecues and then we go right back into the fall. And if we don't get into a better mindset of how can we still nourish our bodies and what can we do during this time of year versus what can't we do? We are always going to be stuck in that starting over Monday, starting over on the first, starting over mentality. And that is basically against consistency, right? And we know that consistency is what brings progress and brings results. It's not about being perfect, it's about being consistent. So I realized finally that the hardest days for me personally, when I was really struggling with binge and emotional eating, the hardest days between, you know, October to December 31st were honestly four to five days. And to break that even further down, four to five meals. Okay. So we're talking about like eight hours total in three months that I was having a really hard time around food. And I realized that 
I had to take a different approach. I had to take a logical approach. And I, and I like talking about like (laughs) how much my husband has helped me in this area because I used, I used to be, and I still am, I'm a pretty emotional person, which is fine. I don't think that's a bad thing, but I also think that putting your emotions where they belong is important and not letting them take the driver's seat of your life is also important. And so I started thinking about this almost like my husband would. My husband is an engineer, very smart, very logical. And so I honestly was sabotaging three months out of my year because of four to five meals. Does that sound reasonable to you, right? Once I realized this, I was like, no, 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 this, this cannot, I cannot continue like this. I cannot just throw in the towel for 90 days because of four to five days or four to five meals. And so this is what I do now. This is how I approach the holidays now. And this is how I coach my clients through this time of year as well, because it is hard, right? We are surrounded by a lot of not only like sugary sweets, but nostalgia. Oh, my grandma baked this pie every Thanksgiving, or, you know, my family does a cookie exchange every Christmas. We are, we are surrounded by beautiful memories surrounding food and family, and that is okay. And so the way that I approach the holidays now is a way that helps me enjoy the holidays and be present, not just for the eating experiences, but also present with the people around me because I lost that. When I would get into that haze of binging, I would lose my intentionality and basically forget that I was supposed to be with family on these days and only focused on the food. So what I do now here, here are a few things that I do now, and I hope that this will give you some tangible tips on things you can do as well. So the first thing I do is I follow my nourished and free plate, even on holidays, even when we are out maybe, and I just focus on this as a guideline. So my nourished and free plate method, I've talked about it before, protein, carbs, veggies, healthy fats. I do have a free meal building guide that you can download in the show notes, and this will basically walk you through how to build your meals the nourished and free way. And so I follow this plate method when I can. I focus on the opportunities I have to follow this method because I know it makes me feel good versus all of the ways that I quote can't focus on what you can do right and so another thing that I do is I focus on abundance so yes these meals have mashed potatoes and pies and cookies but there's usually always salads and a veggie tray and a fruit platter there's always nourishing choices if you look for them this is all about looking for the ways that you can nourish your body and the ways that you can add healthy food so I focus on the abundance and I focus on really eating the healthy foods that I love and fill up on those first. The next thing I do is I eat foods that are worth it to me. I personally don't like stuffing. I don't I don't get stuffing. It's weird to me. I also don't like, you know, PSL. I like pumpkin bread and pumpkin muffins, but I don't like pumpkin drinks or pumpkin smoothies or things like that. And so I focus on things that I do love, like apple pie and gingerbread cookies. And I try to make things as homemade as possible. So a couple years ago, we started making homemade gingerbread cookies and they are so good. I've even made homemade apple pie. I've made paleo apple pie. I love apple pie. I wanted to serve apple pie at our wedding, to be honest. So that is worth it to me, right? But I'm just not going to eat stuff that's on the dessert plate just because it's there, right? Just because I'm quote starting the diet tomorrow. I really focus on what is worth it to me. For example, to me, Halloween candy is not worth it. I'm not a big Halloween person anyway. And that candy is literally sold year round. So to me, it's not, it's not much of an issue, right? So really focus on things that are worth it to you. And then enjoy the aspects of the season other than the food. This is all part of being a well-rounded, holistic health type of gal, right? And so focus on the people, focus on the lights, focus on the music, focus on the decorations. I love walking around the mall with my cousins during Christmas. So focus on other aspects of the season, maybe Christmas movies, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas, things like that. Focus on other aspects of the season other than just the food. And then lastly, 
let it go and do the next right thing. I talk about this all the time. Let it go. If you do have an indulgent meal, if you have a meal that, um, let me back that up. Indulgences are totally normal, right? I'm not saying don't enjoy your favorite food, but we all know when we kind of take it too far, right? When we go past the point of feeling comfortably full and we feel like we got into this haze of overeating, If that happens, I want you to let it go and do the next right thing. I want you to pull this episode back up, this podcast episode, and listen to it. I want you to let it go and do the next right thing. It's one meal. It's it's one experience. It's not going to make or break you if you move on from it. If you stay stuck in the guilt and the shame of that one meal, it will make or break you. That shame and guilt is going to take you right back to the food the next day and right back to the food the next day. And then you're going to start binging on foods that you don't even like because you're feeling so much shame and guilt. So instead of giving energy to what happened, I want you to give more energy to the next right thing you can do, the next nourishing nourishing choice, the next walk you can take outside, the next intentional time you can spend with your kids. I want you to focus on the next right thing and let that situation go. Let it go. It happened. There's no point in sitting in guilt and shame. That is, you cannot guilt and shame your way into a healthy lifestyle. You just can't. I've tried. Trust me. Take it from me. It does not work. So I hope that this episode gives you some tangible tips and tools to handle the holiday season in a nourished and free way. And you may need to listen to it a few times. I don't know, because I really want you to grow in this mindset that it, it does us no good to sabotage months out of the year because of a few days of indulgences and temptations. Instead, figure out how to build that nourished and free plate, build a nourished foundation, enjoy the foods you love, and then move on and enjoy other aspects of the holiday season. And like I said, on the last episode, I am opening up spots for one-on-one coaching. I want you to scroll down, apply through the link in the show notes. One-on-one coaching is high-level one-on-one coaching. And I'm actually kind of rebranding it and calling it a new name called Nourish Your Life. And we're going to talk, we're going to be focusing in coaching on building intentional habits that nourish your body, mind, and soul. So again, same nourished and free method, same nutrition strategies, but I really wanted the name to, to show that this is a nutrition and life coaching program. Nourish your life. We're all about building intention and building habits into our lives that help us thrive and help us nourish our body, minds, and soul. And what better way to get started and set some systems and routines and habits in place than right now, right? So scroll down, apply for one-on-one coaching through the link in my bio, and then I will email you back and we will figure out a package that works for you based on your goals and your budget and all of those things. There's so many tiers and so many ways to go about coaching. And I really would, if we're a good fit for each other, I would love to make it work for you as one of my clients. So go ahead and apply and I will be in touch with you. But I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys as we enter like the thick of it in the holiday season, right? We're almost in November, Halloween's almost here and then Thanksgiving and Christmas and so many fun things. Um, I didn't write this in my, in my notes, but I used to dread this time of year. I honestly did because of the food. I gave food so much power and I want to empower you to take that back, right? And really focus on ways that you can enjoy the season, eat the foods you love, but also be with the people you love, watch the movies you love, drive around and watch the Christmas lights, do all of those other things that make us healthy, whole individuals. So I hope that this episode was inspiring to you and I will chat with you next time. Bye friends. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. If you got a nugget of inspiration and are ready to take action, it would mean so much to me if you left me a five-star rating and a review so others can also find this podcast. You can also share this episode on Instagram or with a friend you think would enjoy it. It helps the show more than you know, and I really appreciate your support and encouragement. I can't wait to chat again and go over our next nourishing nugget together. Bye friends. Bye friends.